Hi guys, it's Cassie and Kristen. Hi everybody. Welcome to the first official episode of A Case for the FBI, Cross-Examining Reality. Yay! I would be remiss to not acknowledge all of the fans who have been so supportive since the release of our trailer. Um, Mm -hmm. Honestly, a little bit shocked, Kristen. I don't I don't know how you feel, but it's been really amazing and crazy to honestly see how many people are interested, how many people are listening. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening um, and uh, liking our Instagram photos. Y'all don't know what we did to be looking that cute for those photos. Um, But Kristen, do you have anything to say about that? No, I mean, I just totally echo what you said. Yeah. And just hearing from a bunch of, you know, different people from like different parts of my world, like they're so Mm -hmm. excited, everything, like the excitement is that that's like really nice to hear, but I also feel like it's a lot of pressure. Like what if we don't live (laughs) up to the expectations, but whatever they, the fans will be happy with whatever we give them. Um, so yes, thank you to everybody. Um, but also if you have any suggestions or things that Mm -hmm. you would like us for us to do, we are always open to hearing them. Um, so it doesn't always have to be praise because we're just like used to getting that all the time. You can switch it up sometimes. So love some constructive criticism. Right. But constructive, not just criticism. (laughs) 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 Well, the first piece of news I wanted to touch on in the intro is some sad news. Um, Betty White left this world right before her hundredth birthday. You know, guys, I, I have to be honest. I almost feel responsible for the death of Betty somehow. Um, shout out to Sarah Miller. If she's listening, she knows. Are you sure you want to put this on record? I feel like, you know what I do. I want to be honest about it. I feel the guilt. I feel like I have to share it. I have to share my truth, Yeah, which is that I was at dinner the day before Betty White passed away. And mm-hmm. I said out loud, I am not mentally prepared for the death of Betty White. And here and we are. What happened? <laughs> and then she died. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. But everything from like golden girls to, oh my gosh, when she hosted SNL, she is like still to this day, I think one of the only hosts that ever got a standing ovation at the after party. Yeah. I mean, iconic does not even begin to describe her. Um, so everyone, I am obsessed with the golden girls, love them, have seen every episode multiple times. So I had Kristen Lee Steele take the quiz with me to see which golden girl we are. I did. And we were actually the the same golden girl who you get, Kristen. <laughs> we got Dremel, please. <laughs> we both are Blanche. Well, right. I'll be. We're Blanche Devereaux. Is that how you say yes. her name? Like Blanche, you're fun-loving and outgoing. You have a larger-than-life personality, and you're always down for a good time. Yes, ma'am. I think that rings true for both of us. Um, yes. So I, I mean, I'm not like you. I honestly have never seen golden girls or the the golden girls. I don't even know. Um, I feel like I'm missing out, especially now because apparently everybody else in the world has seen the golden girls, um, except for me, but yeah, I mean, Betty white is slash was America's grandma. Um, and now I guess we need to come together 
as a society and decide like, okay, who is our, who is our grandma now? Because I feel like we were kind of lost now. Everyone thought that she was going to live forever. And then, you know, here we are. So RIP to a real one. Yes. Rest in peace, Betty. You will truly be missed, but I love the idea of her being in heaven with her husband. And then also all of the golden girls being reunited and eating cheesecake around the dinner table in their PJs. Is that their deal? Do they eat cheesecake? Yes. <laughs> How would I time. know? I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and also like 99 years old. What a what a life. I know. Um, I saw a bunch of people adding up all the leap years she lived through, and <gasps> according to like all the leap years, she was like over a hundred. So wow. we're we're sticking true to that math. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind a little rounding up. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> I mean, considering like the life that she had, like. I'm sure she did a lot more than most 99 year olds, which is saying something. So, um, so another thing I wanted to ask you about Cassie is Mm -hmm. if you have seen the little teaser trailer for the Kardashians to premiere on Hulu. So I have not seen it. I'm interested to hear what was in the, in the clip though. I mean, it's a whole lot of not like it doesn't even show like what the show is going to be. I mean, we can just assume, I guess, that it's basically going to be keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, But basically, it was just showing all of the this was like a photo shoot sort of Mm -hmm. setup, kind of like the intro to the old show used to be. Oh, right, right, right. Of just all of the women. And Kylie is looking very pregnant. So obviously, it was recently um and we've known this for a while that they uh, the kardashian dynasty signed a deal with hulu um mm-hmm. which we're like not entirely sure what they're gonna do with that but we can assume i guess that they will have a reality show on hulu so how do you feel about this next chap for the reality star family this is a great question. If you would have asked me before Astro World, I would have been very excited. Post Astro World, if they don't address it on the show, I'm not interested. I used to be a huge Kardashian supporter fan, if you will. My Instagram name used to be Keeping Up with Cassie. Um, and literally after Astro World happened and none of them addressed it, none of them acknowledged it, I decided to uh, wipe my hands clean of the Kardashian clan. Um, so I am hoping that in the show, maybe they'll address it maybe they'll seem more sincere than those like five second videos that were posted by Travis and I think maybe Kylie said something um to say that I won't watch it would probably be a lie Mm -hmm. will I love myself for watching it probably not and the thing is too with the Kardashians of course with their show they get to pick the narrative they Mm -hmm. get they pick and choose whatever they want to show on there so you know for example like when Kim got robbed that was a huge big deal on the show and they like had all these episodes about it uh, which obviously is like a terrible horrifying thing that happened to her but it's Mm -hmm. kind of just like oh my god like Kim Kardashian you're so strong but also like towards the end really the show was wasn't even really like that juicy it was mostly just like mm-hmm. chloe and scott just like running yeah. around doing pranks yeah. and their painting and stuff yeah it's not it, it, you know it's fun whatever but i'm with you like i want to hear them address it head on yeah i want them you know like i said it's gonna be their narrative but like 
I would rather have that sort of stuff than just like, oh my gosh, like they're going to make Chris eat something really gross. Like that's so funny. <laughs> yes. Like I feel like that's kind of tired. I mean, I am mm-hmm. here though for the Tristan Thompson drama. hundred um, percent. I feel like Chloe's like the, the one Ugh. who's on the show most often, but they better talk about that. And Chloe better be done. Cause that's one dumb yes. bitch. Yes. <laughs> she needs to get her man. I, I, not even her man, Actually, her baby daddy, I guess. Her man who was not her man. She needs to drop her man who was not her man. That man is for the streets. All right. He is not <laughs> yes. for Chloe. I don't know how many chances that clown needs to get. Oh my God. That man is for the street. He is. He is for the streets. And, you know, he needs to figure it out. So anyways, I'm excited. Um, I look forward to seeing, you know, what they bring to us because also too, I feel like this is going to be, I mean, I could be completely wrong on this, but I feel like the Kardashians deal with Hulu is going to start like a whole new era of reality. 100%. TV. Just like, just like they did the first time they started the show. Like exactly. You, yeah. You can say whatever you want about the Kardashians, what they've done for beauty standards. Like don't even get me started. Right. But I mean, talk about people who are genuine trendsetters and who also genuinely work their asses off. Like I know that they had the the fame and whatever they had notoriety before, but like Kim worked hard to get those multiple companies. Like right. she did a lot of work for that. And I mean, I, I see her and I appreciate her. And I think that she worked hard to help her family build this brand. Yeah, I would agree with that. And t- I mean, you know, yes, their dad, Rob, Rob Kardashian senior um, was rich, but it wasn't like their dad was Donald Trump or something like right. he wasn't really, they were like in Hollywood circles. And I guess Chris Jenner, you could consider her like a socialite, you know, and mm-hmm. being friends with Nicole Brown Simpson and stuff. Um, but I agree just like, literally it's like Kim Kardashian, like made big butts a thing. Like Kim Kardashian yeah. has a big butt. So now that's what everyone is after when the Kardashians grew out their eyebrows, then eyebrows became the thing in yes, beauty. contouring. Uh, yes. Yes. Shapewear. So I totally understand. I like, I totally agree with you that they're trendsetters and now they're going to be like moving into this new streaming space. Mm-hmm. Whereas like all of these other famous families are mostly like, they're still on cable. Still on, like- yeah. So it'll be interesting, but also I don't want to get my hopes up because if it's more just like Chloe and Scott Disick antics, then I'm not interested. Like <laughs> I could, I could go back and watch the old episodes. Like I don't really care that much. And just seeing like Chris walk around and like going to each other's houses and eating salads all the time, just and complaining about each other's decor. <laughs> yes, like I can only deal with that so much. So, anyways, um, so well, excited. you guys feel free to let us know if you're interested in us. Yeah, how know, we feeling? Disgusting further because you know we're probably going to watch regardless but like you know if you don't want to hear us talk about it we'll we might still do it but you know let us know if you guys are interested the kardashians is just like such a polarizing topic i know i know i'd be interested to hear what people think i know my mom's listening like cassie don't talk about the kardashians (laughs) people are such haters like Sorry, this is going to be my last thing. And then we can be done with the Kardashians. <laughs> but everyone is like, oh my God, the Kardashians. Oh my God, I hate them so much. And it's like, I swear, I don't follow a single one of them on Instagram or anything. Like they right. really don't take up that much space in my brain. I don't own mm-hmm. any of their products, but I'm still going to watch the show. Like they're the most famous family. 
And it's like, they're not going to miss little old Kristen not watching their show. Like, yeah, no, it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> Life is going to go on regardless. And so. also truly, what better do I have to do? What else do I have to do with my time? Right. Not, not a thing. Right. I'm going to sit on the couch and stare at the TV. And I'm going to enjoy every second of it. Right. Well, guys, it's the moment you've all <laughs> been waiting for. We are doing our first official episode on none other than the well-known, infamous The Bachelor. Yes. Bachelor sure Nation. Shook to their core. I know. No one saw it coming. No one saw it coming. Not one person guessed it. <laughs> Not one person guessed it all. no one no one guessed it no one guessed Um, it but yeah of course we had to start with I mean like one of the most famous reality shows game show I don't really know what obviously it's reality but this is where I think I'm gonna catch some some flack is that I have never seen an episode of The Bachelor that is so crazy that you've just like gone this long without seeing a single episode I mean are you familiar with like some of the more famous people who have come out of the bachelor I might know like I I know Claire and and what's his nuts uh, (laughs) Claire that ended the show yeah I know her and I didn't even watch the show but I'm mad about it You and it was like right in the heat of the pandemic, and it's this just like the bachelor coming back was literally like the only bright spot in America. And then here comes effing Claire and Dale, like it Ready was terrible. <laughs> um, do you know who Hannah Brown is? The name sounds familiar. Was she the one who like had sex in a um, in a windmill? Windmill, that yeah. would be correct. Okay, yeah, um, I think that's the only thing I know about her. She's been on like Dancing with the Stars and like I think on some other ABC shows. Um, do you know Tyler Cameron? No, <laughs> that's really surprising. Well, he would he was on Hannah Brown's season and then he became like a big popular dude. Well, anyways, so now for our very first episode, of course, we're going to talk about the very first episode of Clayton's season. Clayton, season. Clayton is the bachelor. Um, which also first, I me- want to know what you think about Clayton. Like, like lay it on me. Okay. Um, well, since, I mean, I watched him last season on Michelle's season. So I, w- I knew who he was going into it. Uh-huh. I like Clayton. I like okay. him. I believe when he says that he's just like a like humble dude from Missouri. I believe that. I think he's a good person. Like he seems really genuine. He's good looking. I was a fan of his on Michelle's season. I was I was bummed when he went home. Um, but you know, he's just like he's a safe option, I think, for mm. the bachelor. Like there's nothing really which I mean, it's nice to see like, you know, someone who I genuinely do think is like a nice guy on there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like him. What are your thoughts? Well, first and foremost, he is like six foot seven smoke show, everything except he got a little bit of an underbite that bothers me. But that man is Clayton. Um, if you're listening, because I know that this is uh, a podcast that you frequently listen to. Right. Um, as in you watch you listen to the trailer seven times is is what I've been told. Um, you can slide into my DMs. I would welcome that. I encourage it. Um, you know, I don't know how things went for you because the season has not been completed. Right. In case things went awry, 
you know, I'm I'm open and available. You know where um, to find as, us. As okay. far as his demeanor and things, I mean, I agree that he seems humble, that he seems honest and genuine. There's a little bit of like a cornball feel to me, like Ooh. very cheesy, like the intro. I could kind of see that. I, I I thought I thought this whole episode tonight, beginning to cringe. end, was corny and cringe. Um, I didn't necessarily associate that with Clayton, but I could definitely see that he seems kind of like, like naive almost Mm -hmm. that he's like, I believe in this process. I believe that my wife is here, which of course, like they're going to say things like that, but I would file that under the corniness. So I could see why you would think that. And the new host, like his jokes coming out the gate. I was like, first of all, it sounds like he memorized his script for oh, like yes. seven days in a row and then like, <laughs> word vomited it back to me it, like did not blink no um, he was like hi I used to be a bachelor and now I'm a happily married man <laughs> I know like we who cares so <laughs> right I've been like stewing in my thoughts of the new host okay are is it cool with you if I like go on a monologue for a little bit I I encourage it <laughs> Okay. Because I know, like, I don't know if you know, like the whole saga of Chris Harrison and like, wasn't he like racist or something? Yeah. Well, he's kind of been like a sketchy dude for a while. I mean, he didn't really do anything illegal, but I think he like had an affair and, you know, cheated Mm. on his wife. And I think he like moral compass, not there. Yeah. He would like send inappropriate text messages and pictures to other women and stuff. He, so he was just like a weird dude, but nothing like truly wrong. Well, it all came to a head when Rachel, who was a bachelorette a few seasons ago, who is mm-hmm. a black woman, really when everything was popping off with George Floyd and like race was just thrust into the forefront of the country. Rachel's talking. She's kind of just like, you know, giving her take on it. Mm-hmm. And for some reason as beyond me chris harrison kind of like interjected himself into it and like was kind of like gaslighting rachel and like basically Mm. disagreeing with her which is just like who are you to say that to a black woman who's like telling her story and talking about like being black in america and like right the undertones were racist, but he wasn't like, you know, blatantly racist, but ABC mm-hmm. was like, okay, you're finished. Cause especially at that point, probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like none of that stuff flies anymore in this country. Like if you no. say anything like that, um, which I think is understandable, like Chris Harrison, yeah. you kind of sound like a, like a bad dude, all things considered, <laughs> maybe you yeah, should right? <laughs> be making $5 million a year to be on TV for 30 seconds. Doing nothing. Yeah. Like it literally is the most pointless job in the world. Like it is so <laughs> pointless. And I think for like some of the like pandemic seasons, mm-hmm. I think they even like went without a host for, I want to oh. say for like clear season and stuff, just cause they oh, needed okay. like less people. Right. And it was just, like no one knew any different. Like the host is so irrelevant. But I think with Chris Harrison, they're really just people just held on to him and were like, oh my God, Chris Harrison. Cause he, he, he was there from the beginning. Um, so anyways, since Chris, since Chris Harrison left, they've kind of been like playing around with a couple different things, like not having a host. Um, they had kind of just like a narrator kind of dude who would talk mm-hmm. like 
over stuff. Um, but Chris Harrison on the show, you know, if the bachelor bachelorette was like really struggling to make a decision, Chris Harrison would talk to them and, you know, see what was going through their mind and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this narrator dude just kind of, you know, he was just a voice. Couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then last season it was two previous women who were on the bachelorette or bachelor and bachelorette, um, Tasia and Caitlin, which it was kind of busy, like having two women as the host, it was a bit much for me. Like, I don't know why we needed to, but it was fine. Fast forward. And I, I, I feel like in my brain, I knew this, like I knew that they picked Jesse Palmer to be the host, but I, I, I definitely just forgot about it. And then here we are first five seconds of the show opens up and there is Jesse Palmer. I have never been so underwhelmed in my entire life (laughs) because let's just start with number one. I don't know if, if anyone else sees this, he and Clayton look scarily alike. (laughs) <laughs> and that doesn't sit well with me in terms of like the, the hair and like their body build and mm-hmm. the beard. Like, I don't like that. Now, it is the year 2022. Yes. The fact that the people at ABC and furthermore, the people at Disney who own ABC mm-hmm. thought that it would be a good idea to replace one white man Mm. with another white man is absolutely ridiculous and unfathomable. I probably didn't pronounce that right. Whatever. Unfathomable. Pop off, sis. (laughs) Because you could have picked like anybody, anybody. Anybody. anybody which jesse palmer i don't he's he's a dude on espn like he's a sports guy okay. so he has tv experience you know so i hate to interrupt you but is he bit. happily married to the lady he met on I, the bachelor i don't think so i mean he was on there like 15 years ago i don't think so because th- the reason why i say that is because after that he was like i'm happily married and then other people met their soulmates at this house like he didn't talk about mm. him specifically see i feel like if that if they wanted to pick someone from the bachelor i feel like it should have been someone that is like legitimately still in a relationship from the bachelor like why yes. would you just randomly pick someone from the bachelor where the process the process quote-unquote worked worked whatever exactly. <laughs> yeah that's Which, what i'm thinking i'm like why would you pick someone who it didn't work for to host the show yeah i like totally forgot that he was on the bachelor like I mean, people know that i guess but he's not really like a big figure in the bachelor world and mm-hmm. like you said there are couples who are still together right who- that would have made more sense Right. I mean, you know, there's not many of them, but there's a few who like they're still together and married, like Sean Lowe and his girly and Ari and Lauren, which like Lauren didn't like Lauren came in second place and then he got engaged to Becca, who was the number one girl. And then a month later dumped Becca for Lauren, the number two girl. (laughs) And then they are now married with three kids and like living their lives so I mean I guess good for them but who wants to be like second like he was like "Mm, this girl that I thought I liked more than you I didn't actually like that much so I guess you'll you'll do oh and they they recorded the whole thing and yeah yeah anyways oh god so I don't understand why we need to replace one white man with another white man in the year 2022 Mm mm-hmm I need so many less 
white men in my life. 100%. I would like so much less Jesse Palmer, please. Like pick literally anyone else. Pick yeah, no. anyone else. Like he did not do well. It, I mean, what, is it 2004? Like, oh my gosh, it was just very upsetting. And it was just like, it, feel, it felt like that was just such a great opportunity for ABC mm-hmm. to highlight someone in, you know, especially like, for the reasonings that they got rid of Chris right, Harris or whatever yeah. his name is. And I really think that, so there was a woman on, Matt James this season two years ago and she was deaf is deaf and I really she made it pretty far Abigail she made it pretty far and I really thought that she should have been the bachelorette to like highlight the hard of hearing community like mm-hmm. like it's some com- like some minority, minority group of people that we can like instead of white bread Jesse Palmer like it's so annoying I'm so annoyed I'm upset I'm disappointed I feel like we're going back in time on that after, you know, ABC tried to be so uh, progressive and saying like, Chris Harrison, you're done. You know, why not bring Ras Rachel to come be the host or whatever? Anyways, why not ask Steve Harvey or those are my nominations. I would watch (laughs) the crap out of The Bachelor if one of the could you imagine Steve Harvey? Oh, my God. I feel like he would be so hilarious. Oh, my God. And did you see they they kept showing the commercials for um, the new Steve Harvey uh, like courtroom show? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm I'm absolutely 100 percent fan to watch that. I mean, that man it in terms of like hardest working men in Hollywood, it's like Ryan Seacrest. Steve Harvey. 100%. 100%. Like, how do you make that many episodes of Family Feud in one day, Steve? How do you do it? Because the families are still wearing the same clothes. I know you're not, but everybody else is wearing the same old clothes. So I know it's the same day. And that energy stays high. Yes, it does. High energy. So anyways, there ends my rant on Jesse Palmer. This is such like a small part of the whole show. But I was just really upset with that and disappointed in ABC. Um, But who knows? Maybe this is just temporary. I don't know. Anyways. All right. So let's let's move on. I guess. What are we diving into next? So uh, (laughs) I I wrote down, I hate Jesse Palmer. Corny. (laughs) Oh, my God. I literally wrote the same thing. I said feels (laughs) cheesy and scripted. Jesse is corny. And then under it, yes. I wrote Clayton is hot with a heart. He is good looking for he sure. Is he good is good looking. And I feel like just because I do believe like his kindness, like I believe it. So I feel like that I adds when he started the... crying, he was like, I just want to find love. I know. <laughs> when he started He's... crying, I was like, yes, show emotion. Yes, honey. We love that. We love an emotional man. I want to get your take on straight out of the gate, like 20 minutes into the episode, Miss uh, Sally, I believe that was her name, who was, sure was. who was previously engaged, uh, she was in a bit of a pickle, <laughs> we should say, where her like wedding day was th- that day, mm-hmm. or su- supposed wedding day, because she's previously engaged. Correct. So based on the, and she, she can't, because she's so torn up about it, she can't decide if she wants to stay here for Colton, um, you know, if her heart's not in it. Clayton. God, I knew I was going to do that. I kept like in my head, I kept thinking that during the episode. I literally wrote Clayton. it down because I knew I'd fuck it up. Uh, Clayton. Okay. So I wanted to get 
your thoughts on the whole situation. Do you think that Sally did the right thing? Do you think that Clayton did the right thing? What do you think? Okay, well, first of all, it literally slays me to my core that this bitch's name is <laughs> Sally, like <laughs> Sally Beauty Supply. That's all I can think of. Like yes. she sells hair products. Anyway, There's, I was writing down, she's from Virginia. And then the I saw, girl, oh my God, that's the, that's the and, first thing I wrote down too, that she's from Virginia. <laughs> and so is Susie. So yes, apparently I if like you're Susie. from, if I like an apparent, I think like Clayton's really feeling her too. Yeah, he is. Apparently if you live in Virginia, you need to have an old lady name. So yeah, clearly I, first I have to point out one thing that, I mean, I just don't understand how you decide to go through this process of going on a show such as The Bachelor, where you literally know the end goal is to get married and not realize that you're mental health your heart isn't in it how do you how do you do the whole process of getting picked for the show I'm sure there's some kind of like application audition process and you decide that all of a sudden when you actually get there and you're actually on tv and you're actually seeing this dude that now you can't do it she wanted she wanted to get some clout on the bachelor that's my thoughts I don't know if like if it's because you know the like the date really hit her and the fact that she's also relaying all this stuff to Clayton and being like I should be having my first dance right now I should be oh my god bar like and so when when she's saying all this stuff to Clayton and I'm like Clayton this woman is nuts like nuts 100% send send her out the door what are you doing and when he goes let me get her a rose and gets a rose which also let me backtrack a little bit Mm -hmm. so you as someone who is you know no offense but a new member to the bachelor community i'm offended thank you i'm sorry sorry. that was off color Uh, when you are a candidate i don't know what you call a contestant you're like Back in the day, it used to be that like your time with the bachelor or the bachelorette on your dates or cocktail party or whatever, that was it. That was all the time that you had, especially like you saw tonight, like some girls, they didn't get time to talk to Clayton and, you know, further, further on in other episodes, like, you know, they go on dates and stuff and, you know, some girls feel like they don't get as much time as they wanted. Well, back in the day, that used to be like, well, sorry, honey, you got to wait two days for the for the cocktail party to talk to him and, you know, say, get whatever <laughs> you need to say. Like you need to talk to the bachelor bachelorette then over some pigs in a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lukewarm white wine or something. <laughs> um, but the past few seasons, there have been people who have gone to visit the bachelor bachelorette in their hotel room. And I think that is so unfair. This has never been done before. When this chick night one goes to Clayton's hotel room. Well, these are unprecedented times, Kristen. They, they certainly, certainly are. And I, I can't believe I didn't realize that that would extend into the bachelor. <laughs> to the bachelor. <laughs> um, but you're so right. Um, like, like none of that, like it was kind of like a, like Romeo and Juliet situation. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you could like send the bachelor bachelorette, like a, a note or something. There was none of this. I want to talk to Clayton. Let me march right on down to his hotel room right now. (laughs) Like, of course, I know obviously the producers set her up, 
but like I don't like I don't like all this when it's just like yeah you, any anybody can go talk to the bachelor just or the bachelor just whenever they feel like it um, like I don't like that at all so anyways, yeah I feel like I agree like I haven't even watched the show before but like I do I, I don't think that's cool that's not fair to everybody else yeah and so you know some people they sit there all stressed out like oh, I don't know if Clayton likes me I don't know I don't know it used to be you got to sit there for a few days and wait until the rose ceremony and see if he likes you. But now it's like, oh, I need to go find out how he feels. Let me just go to his hotel room right now. Like, I don't, I don't like that. I, I get it. It makes for good TV, but I like the person to sit there and torment themselves mm-hmm, until they, right. you know, get a chance to talk to the person on a date or you know, whatever. So anyways, <laughs> Now that that's out of the now, that we're, now that we've ranted about that, but I, I don't disagree with you. Like, I don't like that. That's something that has changed. I feel like that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. I think it was silly. I think she was silly. Yes. I mean, I literally wrote down, like, why would you ruin something that could potentially be new and great for something like this other man obviously doesn't want to be with you. So literally you right. came on TV to make him be like, well, that bitch can't live without me. She went on TV and made a fool of herself. <laughs> like, congratulations, Sally. That I man know. Still doesn't give a fuck about you. I, that's ex- that was exactly my thought when I when she didn't take the rose. I was like, where did we what did we learn? What did we gain? from this experience like what did we I was absolutely flabbergasted when Clayton was like oh this is just like you have such a kind heart like I want to offer you this I was like Clayton are are you high like what is going on here and then when she was like I need to think about it girl when he left the room and then came back and then she left the room and came back I'm like what Uh, first of all I'm just like y'all are making this assumption off of a two and a half second conversation yes Uh, these girls are like he is the one I can feel it I'm like you literally did a terrible intro coming in on your freaking mini children's jeep toy (laughs) and you're like I love him he loves me it's meant to be I feel like how do you know how do you know how do you know I feel like the show is literally just him making out with a bunch of girls like that's all he does that's so speaking of which so Clayton gave the first kiss to Teddy no surprise Michael also knew she was going to get the impression rose I just knew it she I really like her I really do I really I'm rooting for her now I feel like she's genuine I really do like her and so Mm -hmm. when he kissed her I was like this is a really big deal like it's night one and he's kissing her and then he kisses somebody the else, one. and then the he's kissing the doctor, mm-hmm. and then he's get- and then I the was doctor. Like- oh my god! <laughs> what? What? This bitch came in her underwear. Yes, I don't know. Uh, like, I feel like you should get your like medical license revoked for malpractice. I mean- I mean, it's just like one of those things where like, you know, I'm all about a woman wearing whatever she wants and like feeling good and whatever she's wearing, like fine. But like, I feel like she's intentionally putting her sexuality first. Like she's intentionally being like, look at me. You want to fuck me. It's not like, right. That doesn't feel like genuine good vibes. Like, I feel like someone who wants a real relationship and wants to genuinely like marry you and have your children is not showing up in their underwear. (laughs) Call me crazy. I don't know. With their white coat on. Well, I will say, you know, 
like you saw tonight, the first half of the women getting out of the limo, it was all just normal. Hi, I'm Sally. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. Can't wait to see. Oh my God. You're so tall, Clayton. Can't wait to see you inside. Oh my gosh. I wrote down <laughs> one of the jokes. It was something about I'm from the South, but you're up North. Oh, so this is the only time she'll look up North. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, uh, the one. <laughs> And the pickle jar, I can't. Yeah. Well, see, <gasps> people, the what? boyfriend's ashes. That was the one that sent me over the edge. Oh, I must have missed them. <laughs> this chick brought her ex boyfriend's ashes in an urn and said something along the lines of, like, I wanted to show him what could happen to him if he didn't pick me or something like that. Oh, my God. That is I don't so know if she disrespectful. Because I don't remember who it was. I must have missed that part. Yeah, Holy I don't remember what her, I, didn't, I didn't catch her name. Um, her intro was unforgettable, but her name forgettable. Yes. Okay. Well, that is really. I'll have to find out who that is because I'm not gonna lie. During the the first episode of the season, when it's just oh, like people after people after people getting mm-hmm. out of the limo, my eyes just kind of glaze over, and it's just like. You know, oh, and you get the girl so on the Jeep and you're like, okay, yes. <laughs> you know, when they do have to think of like, you know, creative ways to stand out. Like here we are talking about urn girl here. We are talking about pickle girl. Like you have to find a way to stand out the doctor way. Like, I agree. That's just like, not, not it. it. <laughs> yeah. Just not it. I mean, do what you want, but yeah, I agree. So I guess at this point, let's maybe go and talk about something more positive I guess if there is anything that okay we, well did we you liked. have a favorite I I like Teddy I okay. did like her a lot um I liked Susie um yes. and I feel like see the thing is though you know you can pick your favorites and everything and yeah, I try to pay attention to every girl because sometimes you know there's like sneaky girls that make it into like week mm-hmm. five and you're like where's this girl been like she's just been in the background the whole time the producer's will let you know who to like and who to pay attention to based um, on how they edit it. And they like give, like, I remember Susie right now. I remember yeah. Teddy. like mm-hmm. they tell you who's important. Right. But anyways, those are my two favorites. No one else really stood out beside them. See, what I really think? liked Rachel, the air airplane girl. Oh, airplane. Yeah. And he, he really liked her too. Yes. I thought that her wing woman intro (laughs) was so clever. I was literally sitting there. I was like, okay, like either they put this really old lady on the bachelor or this is someone's mom bringing them in. Like, I totally thought it was going to be someone's mom. And I was like, yeah, girl, that is not it. But then she was like, I'm a pilot and this is my wing woman. I was like, that's clever. Yeah. So that's like an example of a way to stand out without being, I don't know, not in your underwear in the driveway. Exactly. Exactly. But I think so the wing woman said that she's like on the the 65 and older bachelor. I think they really are doing that. What? I feel like last season I remember seeing commercials that they're trying to do like an older bachelor, you know, like finding love late in life. Maybe that was a fever dream and it wasn't real. Oh. But maybe that was a teaser. And yeah, I think that was a plug because they've done like they did one other spinoff in the past, which was um, like uh, like music 
themed like all of the people it was many and women both in the house and they were all musicians and you had to I like, feel like I do remember that yeah I didn't watch any of it I didn't watch it but, but I feel like I remember that you had to like make songs with people and find out if you had a yes connection. yes oh um, yeah 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 so I think you would like randomly get partnered up with people and you could like continue to keep making music with them or not I don't know so I think they're trying to do old uh uh, what's it called? What what is what it what are geriatric? Oh geriatric my gosh. <laughs> not geriatric. <laughs> the geriatric bachelor. So uh oh my gosh, we'll, that's we'll hilarious. That. Well, you know, honestly, one thing I would probably say overall, and you know, I may be the only one that feels this way, but I would like some more diversity and not even just necessarily yeah. like skin color, but like everybody looks the same like there is one body type yeah exactly there's one body type there's honestly all of their personalities are very similar they're all like pretty but not too pretty right it's it's very much and even the guys like all of the bachelors they all look the same I'm like can we spice it up a little bit like can we have someone maybe in a wheelchair can we have someone who's like an amputee can we have someone who's plus size can we have some more people who are like Asian Hispanic like something something or just even like a regular like size eight girl oh <laughs> like, my god a girl that you would just see on the sidewalk you know I know I agree that's why my girl Abigail like I really root for her because I just really thought that that was awesome that she's deaf and she's on the show and, yeah I mean obviously she you know filled in all those other criteria of being like pretty but not too pretty small frame like that whole mm-hmm. thing. but I totally agree and that's why in the beginning like all the women run together to, for me yes like they all are the same they all like I don't all pay the attention. Lindsay's all the Sarah's yeah. I don't pay attention to anyone's name really yeah, throw like, me a name I can't pronounce all those names are <laughs> too easy yeah exactly um yeah until you you get later in and you find out like okay this girl used to be a dancer you know and then you like find out <laughs> that's more. her personality <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but I agree they're all they're all the same and that's how it's always been you know um so I totally agree and like diversity like you said it's not just limited to skin color why don't we have a bisexual woman on there which yes, like there like have- tequila shot at love anybody, anybody. that sh- talk about a true visionary and Before just time she broke the glass ceiling now for the bisexuals crazy. uh yeah she, is she maga uh, i think she's like hitler <laughs> like i'm not even the kidding worst. i'm like, pretty she's, sure she's like a neo-nazi for real yeah like she oh, okay i take it back teal tequila you're canceled yeah she's she's but i mean too like i just i think what a lot of people um are afraid of from like trying to diversify the cast is like I'm just gonna use plus size men or women as an example so say you make the bachelor or bachelorette someone who is you know heavier set not a size mm-hmm. four for women I don't know men's sizes <laughs> but I think what they're worried about is that then if they pick attractive people they won't be attracted 
to this person because they're not a size four. And if they do pick people that they genuinely feel would be attracted to these plus size individuals, then they're not going to be attractive either. Or, you know, not even just plus size men and women, someone who's in a wheelchair or someone who's missing an arm or Mm -hmm. someone who maybe like is blind. Like, I feel like people are worried that they're going to like, what is the word I'm looking for? They're going to try to like make the people competing equal yeah in the mind of society is less than what they're presenting now so basically I I think what you're trying to say is that like they're just assuming that like attractive people are attracted to attractive people exactly exactly and then they couldn't like someone who's in a wheelchair or who's a size 20 or who is missing an arm or something very noticeable that is not deemed like beautiful Winnie Harlow like her skin exactly you know, something like that, which I, I never really thought about it like that, but it's true. Like they have all of these same size women could like, there is no one figure body type, any sort of feature that everybody is attracted to. I'm sure there are plenty of men in the world who see the woman on the bachelor and they're like, I prefer a larger woman. I prefer a taller woman. I prefer whatever. Like I'm attracted to that. Yeah. There is no one on this show taller than I'm going to be generous and say five, six. (laughs) That's what I was going to say too. I'm thinking more five, four, but I'm going to be generous because you know, they're in heels. It's hard to guess. Yeah, and apparently Clayton is tall. So exactly, and then with all the men, have you ever seen a man that's under like six feet on there? Probably not. Right, and the ones they'll find ones, um, they'll find ones. There will be men on the Bachelorette who like maybe are shorter. You know, they're just like not as good looking as the rest. They don't last as long, and they kind of just like you know they're like picked on more or less. You yes. know. Yes. So yeah, I. And, you know, I see the men on The Bachelor who are, you know, have eight packs and like a rip. Like, I'm not really in. No, that's not that. for me. Like, that no. doesn't really. I, I prefer a dad bod. You know, someone who yeah. can lay on top of me at night and maybe crush me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, you know, potentially pass away in my sleep. I don't know. <laughs> Just the possibility of it really does it for me. Is that what you would do? So if you were on The Bachelor. Yeah. And you made it to fantasy suites. So that's okay. when you, you get to spend the night with the person um, with no, uh-huh. with no cameras and stuff. Would that be like one of the questions that you would ask would be like, can you roll, can you on, top roll on top of me and let's see what happens? Honestly, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I can look at a guy and like kind of tell mm-hmm. like that man could crush me. Yeah, that's fair. Or what What if there's a guy who's like sneaky dense though, you know, and he oh, can like really like put his point. force of gravity on top of you. I definitely think it's a deal breaker for me. So I'd have, I'd have to test it out. I mean, there's only one way to know, especially if it's so, if it's that high on your list, it's something. Yeah. If you can't out. at least disturb my breathing, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if it's going to work. Knock the wind out of me or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm going to feel like I fell off of a swing straight onto my back, honey. <laughs> like <laughs> that is the kind of crushing I want. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Off of a swing. Wow. Oh gosh. Okay. I love that. You didn't do that as a kid. You literally feel all the air go like, (laughs) (laughs) I actually was thinking about that the other day because like, I don't do like 
impact sports or anything anymore. <laughs> so I haven't had the wind knocked out of me in a years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like it's just the worst. And you just, like, can't move and like, you can't tell people that you just had the wind knocked out of you. So you're just kind of like standing there in shock or laying there, whatever. But also the worst is when people are trying to come see if you're okay. Like you're just laying there like a fucking turtle on its back. And you're just like, I can't say anything. Right. Like, Give me approximately 10 10 seconds and then we'll be good. Let the lungs reenact. (laughs) Reengage. Reengage. Um, so I guess we can kind of wrap things up. Um, I want to talk about the pre when they're like this season on the bachelor and you know, have like a minute long thing. Was Mm -hmm. there anything in that little sequence that really stuck, stuck, (laughs) stuck out to you that's going to come okay. this season? A couple of things. One okay. of them I've already spoken on. I think he just makes out with girls everywhere all the time, okay. every single one of them. But the other thing, I felt like they were giving away the girls that were at the rose ceremony. Am Dude. I wrong? Dude. Usually in those sorts of things, you know, they'll show like a girl here and there, you know, you'll, you'll see that like she has brown hair, she has blonde hair, whatever. They straight up gave away the final three women who yeah, are going to be on this girl, season. I don't remember her name. I think it was Genevieve and then Rachel, I think. The, like clear as like they basically. One of them was literally looking at the camera. Like I am looking <laughs> at you over zoom right now. And she was like, he said he loves the three of us. Okay. Well, clearly you're a part of that. Clearly, right. you're one of the three that he loves, and all of them are crying. Clayton's crying. Everybody's crying. Like you can, you can tell it's all the same day. So I'm, I like, yeah. I want to know that people are breaking down and crying. I don't know. I don't want to know exactly which three women. Exactly, it was. that was bad. That was terrible editing. Yes. I mean, maybe, maybe, just maybe the producers, you know, really <laughs> working overtime. Did a good job. And we're just going to be shook. But as of right now, I think I already know who the three are and I'm disappointed. Maybe there are, you know, they're doing some sneaky editing techniques, which they are known to do. Um, When you've been on this long, I mean, I just can't. That's what that's what was kind of like making me question it, because I'm like, this show has been on like probably I'm assuming as long as I've been alive almost (laughs) and they're gonna sit here and make a mess up like that I just I don't know I don't know I mean you know they got to stay creative and you know think of new ways like good old Sally going to Clayton's hotel room like that was never done before so you know they gotta make Mm -hmm. it spice things up and make it different but they sometimes they will trick you um, into thinking that something is going to happen or something isn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. And they, especially like in seasons past, they'll take just a clip of someone saying something and like play it over and over again. Like, so for example, this guy, Peter, uh, a pilot Pete, a few seasons ago when he was the bachelor, there was this clip of his mom saying, just bring her home to us. And they literally played that every single week just because it was dramatic like she was bawling and like but who who was she who were we bringing home that's the thing everyone was like oh Oh. my god so when it came down to the the final two girls everyone was like oh she's definitely saying it about girl number one like she hates her we know she's saying about girl number one she was saying about girl number two the whole time (gasps) 
I forget the name, like I forget the exact scenario, as you can tell, but it's like they take a clip with Colton Underwood. There was a scene of him like running away from all of the cameramen and jumping over a fence, like a like eight foot high fence. It was known as it was known as the fence jump. And of course, they played hops. He like grabbed it and like just threw himself over. It was very swift, but he well, was he also is a pro athlete. Yes, exactly. Um, so they played that every single week on like coming up this season and just like week after week, we're in, like, when is the fence jump? Like, when is he gonna jump over the fence? You know, and like people would try to like pay attention to his clothes and see like, okay, what is he wearing in the fence jump? And of course, like the fence jump happened when we weren't expecting it. We were like, oh my god the fence jump because then you get in your head like oh he's gonna jump the fence when such and such says that she doesn't love him you know you try to make your own little narrative and then that's what they want you to do right oh and also um i we can't forget to add in that of course there is a virgin on this season because of course course. it missed it always has to be one okay but the thing that i was a little bit confused about was like in the conversation like during her little intro thing she's like talking to her mom and i guess her sister or something and she's like i told mom i would go in the fantasy suite and i'm just like so you're a virgin but you want to go into the fantasy suite yeah (sighs) you're ready to give it up to this man that you're meeting on television and spending like what 12 weeks with if that i think it's i think it's more like eight weeks if you make it all the way to the end done track for me and she's also assuming that she's going to be there for seven of those weeks to make it to Mm -hmm. and according to the editing she doesn't make it (laughs) spoiler even though the producers spoil it for us (laughs) you know i'm gonna have to say and i really hope people don't hate me for this i i understand that it probably does get more interesting the less women are on the show um i hated it i did not enjoy it I was bored. You um, hated I it call- like uh um who was the girl who said she hated Clayton? Oh, Claire. Claire. How did we not talk about Claire? I mean, we can briefly talk about her now. <laughs> I- I'm just gonna say I I think she thought it was cute to be a bitch and it didn't work out and she was butthurt about it. So she went in there saying, Oh my god, like I don't like a nice boy. Yes, you do, Claire. You were just an asshole and he didn't like it. I don't yeah I don't know what she thought was gonna happen the way she ate that with, chicken wing yeah it, I don't I don't I don't know like and also I don't know if she just you know was trying to get on there just to get some fame and notoriety but okay no one's gonna you were on one episode no one's gonna it almost felt like she was trying to be a bro because like that's what she thought he would like and when yeah. she realized that he didn't like it that's when she flipped the script and was like, oh, no, I don't like him. I that makes sense. Him. Like playing the cornhole and doing the whole tailgate deal. And then being a booty hole the whole time. She's like, oh, you suck. Like, I beat you at cornhole. Like, no one likes that. She's trying to be like a pick me girl. A hundred percent. I'm going to stick through it because okay. I have dedicated myself to it for this for this podcast and to Kristen Steele. And I never break a promise to Kristen Steele. Oh, that means so much. I know. Thank you for doing it for the pod. Um, you know, I, I don't I believe you, though, that it's going to get better. The less women that are on there, I definitely found myself texting. I definitely found myself watching TikTok mm-hmm. and having to physically like pull myself away to get back to the show. Also, it was very long. It, it was yeah. long. It was a lot of people just doing corny stuff to say mm-hmm. hi to Clayton. So I'm not giving up on it. I'm just saying for me at this point, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. 
that's understandable. I definitely paid more attention to it today because I knew that we were going to talk about it. Um, but otherwise, I'm yeah, I'm scrolling through Twitter. I'm washing the dishes. I'm doing other stuff. Um, but yeah, I definitely prefer the later episodes when you mm-hmm. when they like you know actually supposedly start catching feelings for each other, and you know you actually get to know the girls and like remember their name. But some people prefer the antics and the shenanigans of the first few episodes when there's a zillion people on there. So, you know, people have different opinions. So it'll be interesting to see what you like. You're telling me that people have opinions that don't, aren't the same as mine. Not everyone agrees with everything I think and say. Um, I didn't really know how to, how to tell you this, but I think there is a handful of people that live in the okay, South a of handful. France. That oh disagrees. God, not France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Kristen, thank you for being so gentle with me. I appreciate I it. I wanted to let you know. Disappointing easy. news. But you know, we don't listen to those five people. All right. That's right. Cause I don't have wrong. to listen to us either. Opinions can be wrong. Like, I don't it, know if people indeed, realize they that. can, as Holly said, from one of the greatest reality television shows ever made dance moms you're entitled to your wrong opinion (laughs) i love it i love it all right well i think that is a good place to stop is there any parting thoughts that you wanted to add nope just that i'm i'm hanging in there crit and i'm trusting the process and i'm trusting you that it gets better Thank you. I know it's just two hours of your Monday night, which, you know, I'm sure you would like to be watching something else, but we're going to forge through. All right. So that is all that we have for this week. If you made it all the way to the end, thank you so much for listening. Um, Of course, hit us up. Let me know what you thought. What are your first impressions of Clayton and all of the wackiness that we all just had to watch? Mm -hmm. Um, And there were things that we didn't even talk about because there was just a lot of wackiness. So as always, feel free to hit us up. Um, We will be putting out episode two next Wednesday, which is, let me see here. That is January 12th. We'll be putting out episode number two, where we will be talking about Clayton's episode number two. Um, So look forward to that. Our our email is a case, the number four, the FBI at gmail.com. And our Instagram is at a case, the number four, the FBI on Instagram. So follow us there. We're really trying to get a lot of good content up on the Instagram and you can see our faces and see, you know, maybe some behind the scenes looks. Um, So as of right now, we are on a few different audio podcast platforms. We are on Anchor, which is where we publish. Um, We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts and we are on Apple Podcasts. Um, those are the big ones to me. Those are the only ones I use. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you all prefer to listen to us on some other platforms, please let us know. It's so easy to, to get us up somewhere else. And of course, the more places we are, the better. So I know anything. Thanks, from you, guys. I am so excited to hopefully watch a better episode next week. <laughs> um, and thank you, Kristen, for taking us out. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.